Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Okay, good morning everybody and welcome to Chassidus in the morning, 15 minutes. Um, this share today is, is in the first Shalema of Tiyan Ben Sara. Have a speedy for Shalema. Um, just a quick story before we start. There was, there's a one time there was a Bacha, he was a coming bar mitzvah, and he, his parents, I think his parents told him, or he had the idea, he's, he comes from like a lavish family, and he basically had some family members that are like, you know, like in the system, you know, Chesedisha. And one of his, I think it was his uncle, was um, Rabbi Paltiel, Yasser Paltiel. And so he emailed him, uh, he called him, whatever, and he said to him, what's your advice? Let me get advice, which is a, a genius idea, to be honest. Anyway, so Rapatil answered him, and they posted it up. They were so good that they, they posted it up on one of the websites. It was a whole long thing. And one of the things he said there, it's a beautiful story, that there was a Bacha in 770, that he was a smart kid, he was a smart Bacha, and... But, but he knew about it. He had some yashos, you know. He knew he was smart, and, and they felt good. And Bachrim, you know, they didn't like people having yashos. So they, they put him down, and they, like, sort of, like, like uh, called him out on it. Like, you know, you're a bittle, you have to be a nobody, you have to be, you know, and you can't, and all this yashos is not good. So he, he felt really bad about it, and, like, it affected him to the extent that when he, I think it was for his birthday, he went to Yechidus by the Rebbe and he told the Rebbe this. And he said, like, you know, it's, it's like a very bothering, like I have all this Yeshus, you know. And, uh, so the Rebbe answered him, it was a genius idea. The Rebbe said to him, he goes, be all those things. Meaning, meaning you think you're, you're so smart, so be so smart. You think you're a big Ovid and you daven for hours, so daven for hours. You think you're good enough, so you're good enough, so you think you can write, you know, Chidoshim, so write Chidoshim. And, and it's very much, I think, very much a connection to what we're talking about that, that's very important to understand that all these, when we're talking about the Mariros or Bits, all things like this, they're not meant to stop you from, from achieving. If, if they do that, then it's missing the whole point. The whole point is meant to be able to make you achieve more, because jump way above what you think you can do. Yeah. Okay. So we're on page, I think, 111. We're discussing that they had to have true simcha and true joy. But basically, the problem is when you have miriros and you have bitterness or, or simcha, we're talking about the simcha is coming from a self love, meaning that, that, that the point over here we're talking about is you have to have a bit, everything comes with a bit, meaning a, a feeling of connection to God and a oneness with God. But, but when you come to simcha, and simcha and serving God, it could be your own simcha is for yourself. It's irrelevant to God. It just feels good. I want to learn because it makes me feel good and I enjoy it. Now, and again, like we said in the story, that it's good, it's, it's better than not, you know, it's, it's better than nothing. But here we're talking about sort of the ultimate level is that the way it's meant to be done is not about just you and what what, what feels good for you, because then it's then it's not this bitter. Because the ultimate in this level of bitter. Is is a, is a freeing level because it's totally not about you. It's totally above you. 
And and when you when you have yeshus, so you have limits. I'm limited because of me, who I am. Whereas when you have bittel, it's not about who I am as a distinct entity, but it's how who I am in connection to God. In, as as part of that, when I'm connected to God, God is infinite. I'm also infinite. God, you know, can do everything, and I can do everything. And you're tapping into this bittel. This bittel is not that I am who I am as a separate entity, but I am part of God. And just like God can do these things, I can also do these things. And that's sort of what we're talking about. So we'll go from, I guess we'll go back a little bit on 110. Omnam, what's more so? Gamba, void of Echina, Shiflus, and this all even that void of Shiflus, of lowness, of humility that we talked about before. Even though it's, it's, it's a bitl and it's nullifying your yesh, your feeling of separate existence. But even in this, even this bittel, because have yeshus. How can you have yeshus in bittel? You're very self-conscious. Even when you're being bitter and you're being humble and you're having the humility. But nevertheless, it's, I'm being, you know, there's a story at Hasid that, that he complained to the Alter Rebbe that he wasn't feeling... That he was feeling too much of himself, and and like and he felt it's very yeshistic and it's it's all about him and uh, and and he's like and he got so like affected by it he like fainted, and so when they came the story goes and the chassidim kind of take him out of the chiddush room. Throughout the Alter said this is also I think he said maybe everything that I do is fake, and then he fainted and as I'll take him out Alter said this is also fake, <laughs> but meaning. Meaning, meaning, when you're having a bit, it's like I'm, I'm bottle. I'm. A, it's like the story the in times of like the altar that they that that those things was Simchas Torah, and the those dance. There was a chassid in in the in the show. I don't think it was I don't think it was a show. And so the chassid so they're calling out people to to do atzar races or to get the tears by the coffers. So the chassid said he told the gabai he goes call up. Make this one for all the um, anavim, all the humble people. So he goes, all the anavim should come up and get a Torah. Suddenly everyone starts running to get a Torah. And then one guy comes and and, they, and he goes off to get a Torah. And they go, who's this guy I think he's an anav? So the point is he's saying you can you can have this this uh and a shiflos and you're bitter and you and you have this humility, but it's not it's not uh, it's not genuine. It's not a genuine. It could be for your level, generally saying truly, it's not really genuine. It's very much self-concern and feeling yourself. I'm, I'm bottle. I'm a nobody. You know, I'm, I'm connected to God, but, but it's you're thinking much about yourself. Therefore, it's not a true, genuine. Because you haven't gone yourself for one. It's all about you. is kind of being. Being ayin ve'efes mamish, literally like nothingness, meaning meaning. And again, it's it's not that I'm an I'm a nobody, but it's I'm not anything but God. The brokenness kait is net k namitis. The brokenness not really true. Ezal bezich zayin gar net ve'emes. It's not in truth. Far far liran zich legamim mikol v'chol, losing his self concern entirely. You don't lose self-concern. It's very much about you. Behind no meaning, 
The fact that you're not holding where you should be in, in your Torah mitzvahs and your and the way you interact with yourself and in your family and your friends and, and, and the way you do things, it's not the way it should be, but it doesn't, it doesn't bother you as much. So if it doesn't really bother you, you can't really fix it. You know, it's like, uh, in order, in order you know, they say I have, whatever, not, they say in order to change, like let's say a person's unfortunately, let's say addicted or has, has an issue, like a drug issue, an alcohol issue. They say that, that that person needs to go, needs to recognize within themselves in order for them to get change. If people come to them and they say, you need change, and this will happen when you want to go to, you know, they want to send someone to, a, to like a rehab, most rehabs that will say that the person themselves got to come by themselves. Like you can take them there, but they have to choose them. You can't force them to get there because they're never going to work. What's he saying? If it doesn't bother you, if you don't see the issue in your life, like, oh yeah, whatever, I should be better. But you know, it doesn't really um, affect you. It doesn't really, you don't really appreciate this and you're not going to really change. If it really was bothering you the way you are, you totally nullify yourself and you lose your, this identity and you would work on this. But it doesn't affect you so much. So Therefore, you're not truly bit nullified and hum, you don't have true humility and bitum. And further one, again, we're not, we're not saying you have to feel bad about yourself. We're saying you have to recognize you know, it's like when a person is, let's say, it's like you see these, these videos nowadays, like there's people on like YouTube, you know, like they lost like hundreds of pounds, hundreds. The way it works is, is they have to recognize within themselves that they need to change. If someone comes to them and say, hey, you need to change, you need to change, you need to change, they'll feel bad and they won't work on themselves. And they might a little bit, but it won't, it won't last. It has to come from yourself. You have to recognize that this is not a good situation. It's not, you don't have to say to yourself, I'm a nobody, I'm a loser, I'm a shalom. But you're saying, I recognize that my life is not the way I want it to be. And it's only once we recognize within ourselves that my life is not the way it wants to be, we can go change it. But actually, that it could be that we're good, we're having joy, we're pride, we feel good. From this bitterness and this humility that we have. Because I'm like, oh, look at me. Such a chassid. I'm serving Hashem. I'm but I cried my davening. I cry when I daven. Look how good I am, and it feels good. And 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 you're not. You're sort of missing the point. And it's not you know. And halavai we should cry when you're davening. But he's saying, he's saying you could be crying when you're davening, but you're missing the point. It's like it's like uh, the story I said before that Michal uh, had a friend that that was crying during davening. She asked her why. Wow, wow. like she was so inspired. Why are you crying? What happened that caused you to cry in your davening? She said, because I got told, and I think this is even Allah, that like you meant to imagine a lion running and chasing after you. And so she was thinking about it, and she, Pasha cried. So that's good. Like, like it, but, but you're, you're not necessarily doing crying for the right reasons. You're not like, where, where's God in this picture? So he's saying, when you're crying, and, and it could be even crying from the, from the right reason, but it could be that it, that, that it's, it doesn't bother you. That's the, the, the main point is. You have to recognize that if your life is not where it should be, it should bother you. 
and it could take it and it could be the avoid the is you have to recognize that your life could be so much better you could be so much more you have to imagine imagine if i had everything in the world and, and I had all the talents where would i what would i do and this is where you could be and 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 when you recognize you know it's like it's like what do they say when you when you go to shemayim they're going to show you two videos one is what you could have achieved and one is what you did achieve and and when you see what you could achieve it's going to be so in a certain sense like like sad put you like i thought i was a nobody and i thought i couldn't do anything and i thought you know i was lucky to get all the little bits that i got but i could have changed a lot i could have brought mashiach i didn't i didn't believe in myself and that's what and that's what i'm saying we have to recognize you have to feel this way and then it really bothers you and then it doesn't and then when you do the right things even though it, it won't come in in a, in a in a fake type of way even though these feelings maybe are subconscious hidden within yourself. But this is really coming from his yeshus. It's still, still there, still strong. So this is really, if you look in the footnote in the bottom, the footnote number five, undermining the totality of his service. That's what, that's how like they translate it. But what it really means is the decay has spread through it all, through all of it. But meaning it's it's undermined totality of Aveda because Yeshua stays intact because you didn't really change yourself. You didn't you, you feel bad, but but you don't want to change. You, you, you feel you feel good that you feel bad. And he's saying you should recognize that your life is so much better. Not ah, I did a good governing, a good learning, I'm good, I'm good. I even did Kirish it properly, and I thought about it, and I thought about my day was good enough, and I'm good, I'm I'm I'm, I'm comfortable. He's saying, No, you should it should bother you because you have to appreciate it. you can be so much more. And and that that's a true humility. And therefore, the bitterness and the humility doesn't really affect you, doesn't really change you. And you'll be doing the way it should be. And this is the reason. This is the reason that even though he does serve Hashem, we are doubling, we are learning, we're doing the right things on a technical level. We are. A being that it's not it's not with coupled with bitum with that feeling of, con, of of connection to God that it's really that I'm really way above my own self and it's it's really I'm I'm, I'm part of godliness. But it's it's a feeling of yourself. It's like ah, oh, I feel good. Look at me, and and and, and it sort of so it sort of separates. Yeah, we'll do that tomorrow. How, so how does this, so because of this issue, we're saying that even though you're doing the right things, you're diving, you're learning, you have the bittle, you're serving God through bittle, and you, and you, and you have mirrors, you, you're, you're sad of you, over, the, over the, the lack of achieving your potential. He goes, but, but if it's not real, so then, then the problem is it's not real, but the problem is also is, and it gets affected in someone else, how, how you interact with other people. Because you're lacking yourself, and you can see what we're doing here in the progression of the Maimon is we're going from the issues in a general sense, and we're going to more specific and deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, yeah, just uh, yeah, like we said throughout the year, you should never come, and it should never come and make you feel bad about yourself. You should, you should feel. It's a hard way to explain it. I thought you shouldn't feel bad. You should you should appreciate how great you could be, and and realize. And realize that and appreciate that. And when you do that, so then, then everything will go on the straight path.
But if you come and if anything that you do, that you learn this and you try to apply it and you do it and it ends off making you do less or being depressed in any way, God forbid, so then, then, then you're missing the point and we're going to go back to square one and just be nice to yourself. We continued tomorrow. Thank you.